Welcome to Monday Morning Coffee with Inside the Firm. Each week, our hosts will be interviewing local, regional, and national business leaders to give you an inside peek into how they lead their business to success in the ever-competitive business climate. Welcome to Monday Morning Coffee with Inside the Firm. Today, I have a repeat guest. Woo-hoo. Kurt Bear is back, and he is the founder of the Loco Think Tank up in Fort Collins, and his business creates small business owner peer advisory chapters at an affordable price, matching growth-minded members with give-back-focused business veterans in the role of Loco Facilitator, like yours truly. Uh, Kurt started this business in 2014 as he attempted to navigate from a career in small business banking to a restaurant venture. That never got off the ground. Uh, two years. I'm reading this directly My from you. From yeah. <laughs> so Kurt is yada, back. Yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kurt is back now. Uh, he and I had lunch earlier today, and we thought it'd be a shame if we don't do a podcast. We got a lot to talk about. Got a lot to talk about. Um, why don't we kick? Why don't we? Why don't we start things off, Kurt? One of the questions I was asking you at lunch, that I was hoping you could talk about, and then maybe then maybe we can get into Loco a little bit more. Um, about you know exactly what exactly what it does for business owners, entrepreneurs, and all of that, but would love to hear what your take is on the pulse of business in Northern Colorado right now. Hmm. One year one after after one year in when, when, when the when the world stopped. One year one year of fifteen days of flatten the curve. How are we doing in Northern Colorado? <laughs> you know, um, surprisingly good, and I think it's. You know, it feels good because of all the extra liquidity flowing mm-hmm. in. You know, everybody's discretionary spending ability is strong. There's demand. There's people moving here from New York and California. A lot of people. A lot. Seattle, Portland. Yep. You know, all the places. Um, and and I think it'll feel good for a while. Um, and because there is, there's a lot of optimism, I think, still, despite, you know, what, you know, many restaurants and event centers and wedding planners and Whatever, like there's a lot of specific industries that got crushed, but surprisingly few really have suffered and and really demand is strong and the demand for employees is so strong right now, like nobody can hire. It's it's hard to... It's hard to hire. Yeah. Yeah. We just went through 83 applicants (laughs) and and found two that we really liked. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's tough. And, And it's just churn. Like everybody's, and, and because of a whole bunch of those applications, they don't actually want a job yet. Their unemployment still goes for another four months. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just applying. Yep. Yeah, just to keep that going. For your job. They just saw your job posting and yep. decided they should submit it as one of their things to check off the list this week. So, you know, so economically, surprisingly good. You know, among our membership, we've got 80 some members in Fort Collins and Loveland, and, and only about a dozen, I would say, have really been sustainably harmed. Now, there are several that, you know, one that just went two weeks, uh, shut down, wave of COVID went through their place, you know, mm. and, uh, you know, that has real impacts. And so it's still a real disease. Um, and, you know, especially in terms of what you have to do when you, okay, now everybody that's ever been in the room with this person that got tested positive is off work until they get tested and confirmed negative after a waiting period, you know. And so the ripples of just the testing process and stuff have, in many cases, caused more pain than sicknesses among the, the mostly younger people yeah in my but you sphere. you guys I, I i've sat in on uh another think tank group uh, a chapter if you will uh maybe two or three months ago something like that and um 
heard a lot of success stories. Like yeah. some people, one some, one lady you were telling me used 10 extra business right. year over year. Yeah, well, she does uh, mental health. And so there you she go. got connected with some employers, Weld County and a few other larger employers were like, yes, we would like to give you this large contract to talk to our people because they're kind of starting to go crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, demand for some things, you know, the bicycle uh, retailer had his best year ever by a chunk. Right. You know, and, and things like that. Um, and even like all the, all the, as you know, architecture, construction, improvements, handyman. Through the roof. Up, up and down. Yeah. Uh, you know, home office furniture dealers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but commercial office furniture and commercial landlords and, and landlords, uh, you know, you got that person that has 15 rental properties and that's their retirement cash flow and they've got mortgages on 10 of them and renters paying in seven. Yeah. And that hurts. And, uh, you know, especially if it's, you know, my wife and I had just one property. Imagining having to service that mortgage on our income at that time um, without a rent payment coming in. So there's all these little arbitrary pain points in the economy right now. And a lot of just kind of fluffy good feelings, Mm -hmm. you know, riding high. Uh, That's my experience anyway. Totally, totally. So, but... How, what is, have you guys seen a shrink at Loco? Have you seen a growth? Have you guys just seen kind of a steady, yeah, yeah, steady as she goes? Um, we shrunk a bit. Um, we, we deferred for our members that had economic harm, um, let them defer payments for a while. Most of those have, some are still yet to pay us back. It's like a 0% forever. When you start making some money, you can click on the pay us back thing. Yeah. Um, and so we shrunk for a little while and then we, and we did have some, some business failures, you know, less than a dozen. Um, and those people obviously departed. Um, but then we've, we're back quite a bit bigger. We're probably about 10% bigger than we were last March. Okay. And so it's been, yeah, well, a big dip and then a slow growth from there basically. And we do have a new chapter launching, which will be number 10. Exciting. Uh, uh, next level chapter here in May. Uh, so that's for the largest business. Operators. And where, where are you guys? So what's the range right now from, is it all the way from Denver all the way up to Fort Collins? Yeah. You know, we do have one member that's a Denver uh, business. We've got several in Greeley. Um, we've got one in Longmont. Um, and so really, I would say like Longmont to Cheyenne might want to join this chapter. Cool. Um, and then we'll do Denver chapters down the line or maybe a Longmont specific. But I consider Longmont kind of part of northern Colorado. Definitely, yeah. And uh, and these are regional business people. They're, that demographic is mostly in the five to fifty million dollar revenue, and they've got anywhere from twenty five to two hundred fifty employees mm-hmm. in most cases. And so, any kind of company, uh, privately owned company, that uh, the owner feels like they might benefit from this kind of experience uh, is welcome to contact me. We've got a few seats still left, yeah, in that chapter, but it looks strong to, to launch in May, yeah. And uh, and then you, you're next, buddy. That's the idea. We're, and uh, we're going to kick it off in Longmont. I cue this up uh, when Lance had me down for the podcast and gave me a chance to share my spiel <laughs> last time afterwards. He was like, I think I want to do this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's been a joy to have you. You're one of, one of the first batch of people that we've trained in how we facilitate meetings and how we're going to try to find members. You know, we've done all these chapters in Fort Collins, Loveland, but this is 30 miles away now and I don't know anybody hardly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're excited about the events that we've got coming up. Might as well commercialize those early. Absolutely. Show, huh? Yeah. So April 28th, right, is your webinar. Yep. Uh, hiring slow and firing fast and kind of a general tips, tips and tricks on building a strong team that's resilient. And, and you were talking today about how relatively low your turnover has been if you built this firm and i'm sure it's not always because you're the highest paying shop in town because 
you're a younger firm and in a lot of times that necessitates that you don't you know write the big checks all of a sudden yeah and uh but it, it shows that you're kind of becoming an expert in that field and and so thanks for sharing your wisdom that'll be for all any business person that wants to check it out uh, you can find that on the events page on our website. Yeah, and then, and, and, then oh, and the website is what? Lo- ooh, yeah, Loco Think Tank, L-O-C-O, thinktank.com. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, I'm Kurt, C-U-R-T, at Loco Think Tank, if you want to drop me a personal And I think note. you were saying at this at the time of this recording, what, we had, there was like 18 or people? Uh, 22 already 22 signed up for your webinar. Up, yeah. yeah, so uh, so yeah, that'll be on the 28th there. I think it's 9 a.m. or something like that. And uh, then coming up on the 18th, I just went to Wibby Brewing at your encouragement and we'll have a, a, a demo social, we'll call it, Yeah. where we'll demo the loco way of how we manage Hopefully it's meetings. nice. I don't know if you were thinking it would be outside, but they have so much space Well, out we there. can be underneath that roof thing outside. Yeah, if, they're uh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, uh, I got Robin's email address and she's got my name and number and, and they were like, yeah, I'm sure that should work fine. Cool. It's Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Bring perfect. some people. We'll feed yeah, them beer. So, uh, yeah. So come on down if you're a business owner um, running a business that's actively in business we're not really a startups organization but actively doing business under half million in revenue typically and under five employees is this demographic so so people for whom lance's business journey looks like a success he's qualified then to be a facilitator for a group like theirs and it doesn't mean that he can answer all their questions and solve all their problems but it does mean you know i've kind of been there done that some and here's how we handled it but Mostly these groups are about business owners learning from each other. Yeah. What I, yeah. And so I, there was a gal that we, I was we, trying to kick off this chapter was uh, working with her one-on-one. And just for everybody listening, the beautiful thing about it was, first of all, I, I went to the, I, I attended, you know, other chapters and, and watched how it works. And what I liken it to is like, if, if you're a sole proprietor and you don't have a business partner to bounce ideas off of or, or or bounce problems off of or just bounce things off of it's that it's it's that is a huge part of it yeah. it's also like a business therapy session just people just get it out and talk and like Kurt was saying i might not have all the answers but man if 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 you get a chapter going yeah. there's enough people there and some people have been doing business for 30 years, some people in for five, and they've seen it from different... Some people are financial experts, and they just yes. kind of can understand that so easy, and other people are marketing experts or you know trainers by nature. And it's definitely not one of those groups uh, that... some. My wife is in a few of these groups where it's like, everybody's trying to get business from each other. That's not what no, it's about. No, we're that is, anti-BNI that is, kind of. That is... Exactly. Sorry, it, that is sorry not, BNI. You're that's awesome. okay. You are awesome, but... We, it it we is not it that, that way. Yeah. yeah no, so what Kurt has created is it's very unique and it is very helpful, especially for that solo entrepreneur, I think. Yeah, and even the the person that's got a small business and they've got two or three employees, but it's always up to them to make the decisions. Exactly. About it what it happens. comes down all the way down you know, to one person. Like yeah. you said, if you have a partner, that's somebody you can bounce off of. If you just have a wife that's not involved in the business or a husband, you make them crazy with all of your yes. uh, pet you know what should I do about this? I don't know. I don't, I don't work with Jeannie every day. I don't know how to respond to her <laughs> challenge or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like we all have challenges and all people do that's natural and normal. And so, yeah, these are small businesses that might be by themselves. They're definitely under five employees, but they're trying to grow. They're trying to build. So mm-hmm. solopreneurs that want to stay a solopreneur forever, they want to run a practice of some sort or, or whatever. They're not necessarily our best fit. It's really about getting to that place where you're hiring, hiring well. So many small business people like just flame out on the first 
one, two, three hires. Yes. And it is such a critical <laughs> stepping stone yeah. if you ever want to grow. And ever, ever, and it's not about just growing to make more money. It's also growing to the point where like you can have an exit strategy down the road and try to hire the right people yeah. so that you have that base. Well, and to have some freedom. You know, yeah. most people started their business to have some freedom. Yes. But if it's just you and your Bob's handyman service and you sell all the work and you do all the work, you know, and you take a two week vacation, well, you lose all your income during that time. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah, it's just a tricky thing, right? You get, get off the bicycle, it stops moving. And uh, so building a team is really where you can finally start to find that freedom as, a, as an entrepreneur. That is really why most people do it, in, at least in part. Yeah. It seems like. Walk us through like a typical uh, chapter. It doesn't matter what size it is. Sure. Meeting is like, what What happens? What occurs? Sure. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, check-in for, we're going to assume a chapter of like 10 members. Sure. So it's a pretty robust chapter. We cap it at 12. Um, so we have a check-in right off the bat, three to four minutes from each person. And uh, we say we're two parts business, one part personal. So most chapters have chosen our 10-point uh, scale on business and personal and, and trending. Mm-hmm. It's just a means of checking in. If somebody shows up as, as a four and a four, you know, it might be that they need a little time from the group to process on how to at least get over the schneid of being, getting, getting to a six, you know, yeah. again, because they're usually showing up as eights. And so what's going on in your world, business and personal? Checking against what, if you made decisions the month before, you know, how did that work? What did you do? What was the outcome of that thing? Uh, so it's kind of an accountability check-in as well as just a here's, here's where I am today. And then we do a focus member most every month. And that person, we have like a kind of a template. Uh, here's my, for bigger businesses, org chart. Here's my financial recap for the last two years. Here's my customer breakdown, segmenting, kind of mm-hmm. all the different things to really help each other understand the business. So, and just putting this together for a business owner can be really useful. It's a good exercise. It's super exercise. Yeah, it's yeah. just as useful as the checking in, I'm telling you. Because it More. might not be it might not be something you you're you're so you're sub you're consciously hold like subconsciously holding that into but to get it out like yeah. it's a freedom. Well, we learned that from your podcast, right? Yeah. The, uh, putting things out into the light yep. is better. And uh, so so yeah, that focus member presentation. So here's my whole business. Here's here's a, and then a question. Uh, and that's the, what we call the local collaborative process or issue processing is what historically we've called it. But, um, and that's the process where you really get the, all the group think going on, the mastermind effect, if you will. And uh, so it, it's a question. And step two then, so for me it was, you know, should I grow my food service business? Step two then is the clarify the details. Everybody else gets to only ask questions, not make suggestions. Mm-hmm. Then after getting a bunch of those out, and this is why there's a facilitator to manage these right. steps and keep all these entrepreneurs from trampling all over each other and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and then you get the solutions. So only after a good amount of questioning can you put the solutions on the table. And then step four is that member presents back, okay, here's what I heard. This is what I'm going to do. Here's what I want to be accountable to for next month's meeting or this rest of this quarter or whatever. And uh, so you get kind of that, all those perspectives informing that major decision. And uh, in my case, it was like, you know, you need to park that thing and work on local think tank and go get a job. Mm-hmm. Give up the food business because yeah, you're never yeah. going to be happy going on that path. And so sometimes it's those life-changing things, you know. I've had, we've had people be like, you know what, you're right. I am going to sell my business <laughs> and do it and be happier and get a job. And that's fine if that's the right answer it's for in, them. It's totally interesting you know, what to comes out. To yeah. make that decision is just like 
So anyway, that's the focus member. They get like a good hour. Then we have another collaborative session on an open issue, sometimes the second one of those open issues. And so that's like, it, you don't have to wait once a year to be the focus member. You can just bring a, a challenge. Mm -hmm. And then uh, then we have speakers. Um, Loco has a, over 40 different topical experts that we bring in for 90-minute workshops-ish once a quarter. And uh, they'll do some kind of exercise and then usually report back the next month, you know, hey, I did this or whatever. And they're, you know, sometimes they're only a 3.5. We don't always get knockouts. And then sometimes they're knocking out of the park. And these are great exercises. And we, as part of our value proposition at Loco is we keep track of all these people and who really does a good job and who's trying to sell stuff to our sure. members even though we ask them not to and that yeah. kind of stuff. So, so that's the experience on a monthly basis um, of, a, of a local chapter meeting and it just kind of just take turns being on the hot seat of sorts. That's And, and, and the yeah. accountability seat, right? Because right. otherwise it's like, see, the thing, I mean, and that that's why I think it's so, I mean, at least I'm trying to convey that, you know, with like Alex and I, we will hold, my business partner, we will hold each other accountable. Yep. And if you don't have that, then... There's no one to tell you what to do. Yeah. And, and hold your feet to the fire. you don't know what to do, right. then there's really nobody to tell you what you do. And then you just do nothing. Yeah. And your business stays the same as it has been, and that might be sustainable. It might not be. And uh, so the goal of these chapters is really to help people be accountable to themselves and to one another to do the things they need to do to get to where they want to go with their business. Yeah. And to be real about what that's going to take sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so that's the that's the experience. Um, you know, you'd be a builder chapter facilitator, so those those smaller guys. So it's not as much about the. A lot of times it's tactics and growth and 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 that first hire things yeah, like that. Yeah, first hire. Yep. Um, but then the in the other chapters, it's almost all about people management, or not almost all, but sixty percent. I can see that. It's about key people, and because that's that's what you do as the owner of a larger, more complex organization, right? Like you do, you do a little bit of architecture now, I'm sure a fair bit, but you five percent this and that. Yeah. Barely any, barely drawn. Mostly you're the puppet master making everybody dance, <laughs> actually letting them dance in ways that are Make, profitable yeah, for the business. Yeah. Making sure they're still happy while they're dancing. Right. That's honestly that's the accurate. biggest, the yeah. biggest thing is making you happy, productive people. Right. With a purpose. And how do you do that? Yeah. You know, it's hard to tell when you're, it's a balance, in your right? Own lens a lot of times and whatever. So, so yeah, in these builders chapters, um, you know, in in Fort Collins here, we've got uh, everywhere from chiropractors to uh, therapists to adventure touring companies to landscape architects, and and uh, so it's just kind of that big mix: financial services professionals. So it's it's kind of that normal Main Streety businesses, but doing it a little different. Like that's maybe the thing that's that w free thinkers is is one of the things that ties our we don't have that many franchisees. Yeah. We've got some franchisors among our membership, but, but mostly it's like, even we don't have that many restaurants or pizza shops or things like that, because if you've got a restaurant or pizza shop, the, the model is kind of pretty well set, you know, sell more pizzas, fill more seats or whatever. And I know there's a lot, I, I want more restaurants. I think it oh, would sure. be wise to, yeah. to invest this way, honestly. And we've had some great successes, but it's more of those kind of businesses a lot of times where it's like, you know, what kind of a chiropractic office am I going to be building? Are there, you know, just doing this a little different thing than many. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of the, the nature of it, if you will. Um, that's the loco experience, I like to say. Yeah. 
I love it. I love it. I, I think you guys are doing awesome stuff. I mean, obviously, I was like, like you said earlier, I was a bit of a skeptic, and then we talked, and it was like, oh man, this is this is a very valuable. One group. seen it. Yeah, and so and and um, in my opinion, so it's so much more different, and 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 for that reason, valuable than maybe something where you're thinking about it is this network group, but it's just not that yeah, yeah. In, in that regard or anything. No, we we ask our members not to do business with each other of significance without like clearing it past the group first because what we need is transparency and this is a, a, a durable safe place for you to to process the challenges that come along the business journey talk a little bit more about that peer review area right where because you were talking about that at lunch today about it's for new people to come in there has to be like the group has to want that yeah, person to yeah. come in yeah once we have a once we have a group established um, the existing members, so it's a three thumbs up process for joining, even now. So um, after myself and my team would find a good prospect for your group, we would meet with them probably by Zoom or meet them down here somehow, um, introduce them to you, and be, be like, yeah, we, we like this person. Amanda's great. Uh, introduce them to you, and you say, yeah, they, they pass my smell test. I think they would add value to a group. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the requirement. Everybody has to add value. Everybody will get value too, but if everybody sure. adds value, then the value is just really magnified. And uh, and then when there's an existing group, that person will visit, attend a partial or full meeting depending on the confidentiality of the topics, and they get to meet them, and then it's up to the group then to unanimously agree that this person would add value and extend that invitation. And so it's a slow roll to become a local member because we don't want to put misfits in and we don't... We don't make anybody do anything. You know, we, here's a candidate, Lance. Would you like to meet this candidate? Well, yes, I would. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, I like him. Group, would you like to meet this candidate? I'm planning on having them attend next month. And, and they get the chance to know who that is that's going to be visiting. Make sure that, you know, their kid didn't break the other member's daughter's heart sure. last year at prom or something. Sure. You know, you don't know. But you got to make sure that it can <laughs> yeah. be a transparent environment yeah. when they get there. Yeah. And uh, It's kind of like the hiring slow process, right? Yeah. We're talking about that. I mean, totally. you're, to, you're you're very you're very much trying to feel them out because I think the idea is that you want it to be a long term uh, facil- facilitation. You want it to be a long term endeavor. Yeah. Um, otherwise, like if you just like they got in there in one or two meetings and it doesn't really do the group much good at all. Yeah. Kind of yeah. screws up that dynamic. Our original group is just turned seven years old in February, and one, two, three, four. Five of them joined within the first year after that group formed. So there's five wow. six-year members of that group right now and several more that are over three. Amazing. And, uh, you know, it's testimony to how good a job Andrea does. Andrea Grant is my facilitator for that chapter. How good a job she does at delivering a good professional, professionally managed meeting every month with a bunch of the brightest people that, that I can find. Yeah. You know, and that you can find. And uh, so that's the value proposition. It's like, oh, could you, you know, for your group, it would be one ninety nine a month. And so for $199, could you put together a group of 10 people to meet with you in your business once a month and work on your stuff? Yeah. No. You, I it know. It's like, exactly. To, not to do it every month. You yeah. might get some people that want to come and help a little right. bit. There's always people with opinions on how you should do exactly. things. Yeah. But not to get to know you and get to know your business. Yeah. And, that's, and, and then for that long, you know, to stick it out and, and yeah. really and that get doesn't to know mean everybody. We expect everybody to stay that sure. long. We think that two, three years is probably where we'll settle out as a natural kind of average membership over time. I hope it's longer, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but uh, 
you know, you get, and some of our members have been like, you know, my business works so good. Katie right now, our newest facilitator in Fort Collins, you know, when she started with Loco Think Tank as a member, she was busting it and working 60 hours a week and not making enough money and had a 15 person business or something, but it just didn't quite work right. And in that first year, she fixed most of the things that made it not work right and she made a bunch more money and then she's been figuring out how to work less and less since then like we were talking about. I love that story. You know, and now she's a facilitator because she's like, oh yeah, I got 20 hours a month I can give to something like this. I love Loco Think Tank. You guys changed my life. And the house we have is at least in part because you helped me figure out how to make my business Amazing. Buy this house. Yeah. You know, and, and that kind of story is just what fuels me to keep making those awkward phone calls to... Looks like a pretty interesting. Are they still to awkward? Me. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love how well, you almost didn't hesitate. I mean, there was just a barely a hint yes. of hesitation. You know. <laughs> yeah. So I'll stalk people. I'll stalk them on LinkedIn. I'll oh, yeah. stalk them on on their website if I see somebody looks pretty cool. You know, make sure they look like they're the right kind of local people. See if I can figure out if they've been growing. You know, and and this is on the larger businesses especially. So builders are trickier to find. Sure. But they're not because they're looking for help actively. You know, they're trying to figure it out when they're small yet and stuff. And there's there's some great resources. Um, I'm meeting with the uh, with Sharon King from the uh, Boulder County Small Business Development mm-hmm. Center uh, end of this week. Actually, I'm looking nice. forward to that. And we've got a great relationship with the chamber and and the SBDC in Fort Collins. And you know, they host our chapter meetings in many cases for very low price or free because they believe in what we're doing and, and we're doing things that they don't do. Exactly. And they do things that we don't do. Yeah. You know, I'm not a chamber. We, we do have socials occasionally and stuff, but it's not, you know, it's for networking, but not really. There's no tracking of it. It's not for that, you know, and we, that's not our value proposition. We're a, we're a community of abundance mindset, purpose-driven facilitators and members and business owners and key employees that are just dedicated to getting better at it. Mm-hmm. you know and, and finding a safe place to process that journey because it's it's kind of rare and it's lonely yeah so so year over year from 2020 to 2021 you've guys had about a 10 percent growth yeah what what is your if you were to lay out for us what is what is the goal every year i mean is it change is there do you guys have mm. do you have your own trajectory board that you guys well yeah we were supposed to double last year okay <laughs> so but an events driven double that is aggressive campaign it would have been aggressive and yes we were doubling like from the first like 5 years we kind of doubled every year wow um but it started really small oh sure <laughs> you know it makes it easier Another multiplier and yeah. we were near that and uh and actually, with this next level chapter coming on, that's our that's our big kids club. So it's a thousand dollars a month instead of the two hundred that your memberships are. Mm-hmm. So it bends the needle quite a bit. We'll we'll have about a thirty percent growth spurt. Nice or a twenty something just percent with the growth one. spurt just with adding one new chapter because it's only our second next level. So between those two, they'll be basically about half of our revenues, and then the other eight chapters is the other half. So yeah. the logical person would say, well, why don't you build a bunch of next level chapters and the answer is because I don't have as much, you know, I want to serve those guys, but they're not, they don't, they don't need local think tank as much. Mm-hmm. You know, they're already pretty successful. They won't, they're trying to figure out how to retire with the right thing. Do I sell to my employees or get acquired by somebody? You know, they're, they're next level. They're, they're toward the, some of them are only 30 years old, but they're running a big machine. Oh yeah. You know, and, uh, but my heart really is for those, those builders and those th- smaller thinkers and the, the, and like 
what we've shown because three of our members now, longtime members, are now facilitators. Right. So it's that water, that cascading effect. So some of my next level members, as they sell their businesses and retire, I'll have a trained local facilitator that for the next Thinkers chapter. Yeah. And and so that's the community effect I'm looking to you know build those waterfalls all over northern Colorado, then Colorado, and you know other places that have the right kind of uh, mindset and people and, and whatever everywhere that could, but we don't know how to do that. So we're just going to start with long bond. <laughs> yeah. But so, so, and so to kind of wrap it up, so it's been about like se- so seven years, seven year journey yep. so far, right? Yep. 10 chapters, 10 almost. chapters. Yeah. And, and then from here, so now is the next goal to try to like, are you kind of back on track? Like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to double it. Um, <laughs> not quite. Um, we'll, we'll be, yeah, less than double, but probably about a sixty percent growth here if we can exercise our, our yeah, fifty percent growth here. No, no, thirty five percent growth, something like that. Sorry, how I'm, much? My math is how bad. much are people coming in, um, straight just finding you organically versus you going out and and pounding pavement? I mean, is it, do, you, do you have uh, a metric there? One percent find me organically. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty low. Um, usually we're out hunting, and but we do have referral partners all over the place and things like that. So. I would say, yeah, probably like 40% actually find us because of somebody else. Right. But it isn't our social media magnitude or, you know, we don't just get a random application. Somebody's like, I was Googling peer advisory and I found you and well, that's what I was you're gonna, what I wanted. That's really what I was getting at, Kurt, yeah. is like, what are, what in your experience, like, what are people looking for? Is it yeah. network? You know, are you key? Are they keywording networking group? Even though I know that it's they've never not heard it. of anything like us when they. That's find what us. I mean. Like how <laughs> how do you do it? I right? don't know because I, I wouldn't know you unless you reach out to yeah. me. Yeah, you know, there's peer advisory is an established industry. Um, Vistage and and Tab, the Alternative Board, Renaissance Forums, Tiger Twenty One. There's a bunch of models out there, but most of them are eight hundred dollars or more a month. Okay, and so people in our demographic these these half million, one million, two, even $3 million businesses have never really been called on some by somebody for something that costs $1,500 a month. They're just not big enough to afford that. But our $300 a month for thinkers is a lot more achievable. Yep, and digestible and for so, sure. But, but because of that, they haven't been called on. In the next level categories, I had one, uh, I have a new member that's joining our new chapter who uh, said she had been called on by at least like nine different peer advisory type organizations. She had only a four-year-old business, but she has about 85 employees. Oh my goodness. Energy that services company. Insane. And yeah. she's a killer. She's, she's not even 40 yet either. Oh my goodness. And, uh, and we connected on LinkedIn or something. And she, her response eventually was, I've, I've been approached by a whole bunch of different peer advisory organizations. And I've always looked at their websites and their communications. And yours is the first one I've responded to because I just really like the things that you say about your people and your chapters and what you're there for on your website. And so let's hear it. Let's set up a zoom. And, uh, I, I'm getting emotional right now because that means that a kudos to, to Rory, my, yeah. my staffer and, and for making that website be a thing that can actually differentiate. Um, and, uh, yeah, you it's know, cool. That's, that means that we're attracting the right kind Absolutely. of people. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, the right kind of people I think is, is the key key. We phrase don't want there. everybody. It's because of my training in banking is really part of my training for loco is if you bring everybody in that wants a loan and give them a loan, your bank is out of business in a very <laughs> short time. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You know, it's really, you have to be the picker. 
Yes. You know, you have to people, and they have to pick you because I just got the same green money that everybody other other banker does too, right? And so picking each other, uh, that's a relationship. And so what I would say is people don't just find us and they're like, oh, local think tank, huh? It always <laughs> comes with a relationship. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a there's at least one, oftentimes a couple or more meetings that build trust and connection and and now that we're getting more big and and we've got a a really a pretty great reputation now it's easier because people have heard of us they've heard positive things they wonder if they can get in oh i love i love the exclusivity of it yeah yeah and and we're like well you seem pretty cool you know you're nice right you don't have any outstanding well i should say outstanding lawsuits but that (laughs) might be a sensitive subject anyway um but yeah i mean we're looking for the good people Right. And, and if you're just there to try to sell more mortgages to the members of our groups and go to all the socials and, and yeah. sell life insurance policies or whatever, not that those things aren't important and necessary, but, but we're not about They're that. They're not that. No. Yeah. We'll help you figure out your yep. marketing strategy so that you can sell more mortgages to other people. Yep. Not us. Yep. Or, yeah. Or, or, um, or the, you know, the staffing problem or, or literally a personal problem. Like I, you know, that that was probably one of the coolest things that I saw when I intended was, Holy cow! This is like therapy getting out. People, you know, you, and and so I can I can imagine that that group that has the five members who've been there for you know since forever, at a personal level, these people really oh, know yeah. each other and yeah. they kind of feel a different kind of family and community when they go to those meetings. It's a safe space, like you said, yeah. in in the in the best kind of sense. Yeah, and and uh, we we one of our values was encourage and admonish with loving kindness. And both encourage and admonish because most all of us have some times when we need to be encouraged and other times when we need to be told, poked in the butt, you yep. know, and get her done. Yep. And, uh, but it, how it becomes that, that kind of a safe place is, is just really pretty incredible. And, and the facilitators, and this will be one of your roles is, is, uh, establishing that it's a trustworthy place by trusting the group with something and you know like your podcast you shared some really interesting personal stuff and so i know you're the right kind of personality type because <laughs> you're authentic right you yeah. don't really have pockets right this is just me i'm yep. that's yep. what i think and it gets us in trouble sometimes but it's one of the most important things absolutely yeah um, but don't say too much of what you think because they're learning from each other remember there you go yeah. so uh so yeah if if I would encourage you guys to uh, get a hold of me at, at Loco Think Tank. Uh, apply for, uh, Lance has got a facilitator page. You can apply for that chapter right there. Come to the webinar on the 28th. Come to the social on the 18th. Um, and then plan to connect and be part of a founding member of a group in a, for a June chapter meeting is kind of our goal. Yeah. Follow them on follow them on LinkedIn. Um, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if you're on Facebook, but I guess, yep, yep. I, I'm sure they're it's just all, all the social. Tank. Yep. All the social media platforms. Check them out. Um, you have a newsletter? Well, yeah, we have a newsletter, The Loco Perspective. Um, yeah, you can sign up for our newsletter there. And we have a podcast. Yes. If you're the podcast long- is really good. <laughs> Thank you. I th- I mean, I was on a first, second episode. You were the second episode, yeah. Uh, so check that out. But they, he, inter- Kurt, Kurt is a good interviewer. And it's obviously because he's like in the banking industry, you know, working with clients and everything, but then doing this for seven years and like he's like he said, feeling everybody out and working through. I'm like he's got to be a I've good asked interviewer. A lot of people about their business, right? Over the years. <laughs> hundreds and hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, if you're a Longmont business and you want to book on the Local Experience podcast, that would be fun. Um, we book most Wednesdays and Thursday afternoons, and it is in person up in Fort Collins, but you can make the trip. Yeah, um, and, and and if anybody thinks who's listening thinks that they don't 
like I've heard this before. Like, well, I have nothing interesting to talk about. Bullshit. Like you've got plenty of interesting. Oh, well, things. I was telling the story of Becky. Uh, look up this podcast, Becky Lordson, on the Loco Experience page. Uh, it's on our website. Can't miss it. But uh, Becky's firm, IOMI, which is a membership organization for counseling therapy but also if you're a member then you get a bunch of discounts on all these other things which is a brilliant model because mm-hmm. most people kind of could use a monthly check-in anyway yeah and you get all these other benefits so why not and uh but through some of the ideas sourced in her chapter her first year she went from ten thousand dollars to a hundred thousand dollars in profit and amazing. Uh, that is amazing it, it wasn't we didn't do the work you know she had to put it together but and, and eat the, your heart out Bra- oh, what is it brad cardone who's that guy were you 10xing yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Grant. Grant, Grant Cardone. Grant, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, and uh, I didn't know this. I didn't know how things had been for her because sure. we don't do any scripting or whatever. I didn't I didn't plant her there. I just thought she was really interesting. I thought she could talk to us about the mental health yep. aspects of COVID and stuff. And then, uh, yeah, it turns out, obviously, demand for mental health stuff is up when co- in COVID nation, yep. right? And uh, hopefully that'll stop soon. But um, not not your business, Becky. People always do <laughs> mental health yeah. awareness. So listen to that podcast. But also, yeah, if you've got a great story or even, you know, what might not seem to you as a great story, but we're always looking for those uh, rags to riches kind of opportunities or, or how I made this turn or, or whatever. So, yeah. yeah look Kurt, good. always a pleasure to have you hey, on the thanks show. Thanks for having me on. How many people have been on twice? Oh man, I think you're the only one that's been on Whoa, twice. So I'm feeling far. pretty special. Pretty <laughs> special. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, it's always good to hang out, and uh, please do check out everything that Kurt is doing over there. Sign up for the newsletter. There's always good stuff in yeah. that, no matter what. And uh, hopefully, we can make this thing happen. Buddy. Yeah, let's make it happen. Alrighty, thanks. Oh.